Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Coach of the Indianapolis Colts and the guy who called the plays for the offense. He did not suddenly become dumb. Let's talk about Frank Reich. Let's talk about the Colts offense as we look ahead to the game against the Titans down in Nashville this Sunday. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now. I'm Ken Sterling. It is Thursday, September 23rd, 2021. We're brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist that there is. Take great care of your teeth. First first thing you got, you got to brush your teeth. You got to floss a little bit. But you need somebody in your corner to do the stuff that you were unable to do. And that is what Dr. Mike O'Neill does best. 317-849-2933 is the number. Let's talk about the Colts offense and let's talk about Frank Wright. All right, last year, I know we're in, I'm upset about it. Uh, this year, fourth down conversions. All right, 0%. That's last in the end, tied for last in the NFL, right? Last year, fourth down conversions, the Colts converted 60% of their fourth down conversions. Now, look, you're not going to go from 60 to 0. It's like walking into a calculus class and you take a test and you get 98. And then, what, six weeks later, you take another calculus test and all of a sudden you get a 0? This is not what happens. This is not all on Frank Reich. Frank Reich is going by the charts. We judge by results. We are, we are the people who are looking in the rearview mirror trying to figure out what the hell's going on. What happened? He's trying to figure out what will happen. And in real time, how many of you, fourth and goal from the one, were thinking, you know, you got to kick the field goal? I was. I don't know what you were doing, but I was. All right. Uh, Nathan, that they might play both Jacob and Hundley in Tennessee, that's what a good coach is going to say. And maybe they do that, but they're going to say that because that means that the Titans have to prepare for both. That's a headache for the Titans' defensive staff, and and so why not be a pain in their ass if you're Frank Reich and if you're the Colts? You're going to want to make it as hard to prepare against you as possible. So playing both, you know what? Not a bad call. Points per drive 
for the Indianapolis Colts this year. 1.57. It scored 40 points, but let's remember that seven came on that blown punt by the Rams that resulted in a touchdown for the Colts. So that wasn't an offensive drive, and those seven points don't count toward points for the drives. All right, let's go get Cam. I'm with you 100%. They had a fourth and goal from the one. They had a fourth and two from the Seattle 18. They had a fourth and one from the Seattle 31. If they had kicked all three of those field goals, instead of sitting on 33 points, they're sitting on 42. And all of a sudden, statistically, instead of being 26 in the NFL in points per drive, they go right into that middle tier. You don't want to be in the middle tier. You don't want to be 15, 16, 17. But it beats the hell out of being 26th, right? The defense is equally to blame. They are 27th in the NFL in allowing, or 25th in the NFL in allowing 2.75 yards per drive. You can't have that disparity over the course of a 17-game series. That is going to be deleterious to your winning, all right? Uh, Now, points per play. Last year, the Colts were ninth in the NFL with 0.429 points per play. This year, they're 26th at 0.294. If you kick those three field goals, all right, and you take the points that should come with you making those plays that led you to be in field goal range, the Colts all of a sudden, like I said, they're at 42 points and You are in the middle area. You're 15th or 16th in the NFL in points per game. That's the difference. And and over the course of a a whole season, Frank Reich is going to be proven right about 60% of the time. Uh, Carson Wentz is not the answer at quarterback, just my opinion. Well, it's likely he's not going to be this weekend because both his ankles are sprained. Um, You know what? Look. That is, and you're not going to pick up Cam Newton today. Today's Thursday. Like, if you were going to go out and get Cam Newton, you would have done it on Monday, right? Brought him in here, had him sink his teeth into the playbook, come in Wednesday, ready to run a really small package of plays that are going to make you better. What I would have done is brought him in three weeks ago and turned him into kind of a Jacoby Brissett, what Jacoby Brissett was last year for the Colts, as a guy who can come in, go get that QB sneak, yard or two yards. How valuable would that have been last Sunday? I'm telling you, if you've got Cam Newton as a guy who can run a wildcat package, you beat the Rams. There's no question about that. And then you are a real headache for opposing defenses who have to then scheme, not just against Wentz, but also against Newton. Now you're going to have to scheme against both Eason and Hundley, which I think is a good move. If they play both guys, and it's not just lip service, to make sure that the Titans have their plate full as far as preparing to play the Colts, right? I think it's a good move because it gives Jacob Eason a chance to come to the sidelines and kind of decompress for a second. Brett Hundley has been there in the past. He was Aaron Rodgers back up with Green Bay. The season that he was pressed into action, he went three and six as a starter. He's not a long-term solution. If he was a long-term solution as a backup QB, he would have gotten some run during the preseason instead of having it be Eason and Ellinger uh, doing it out for the backup spot. We know that. Um, Let's talk about Reggie Wayne for a minute. Anyway, Tennessee, they're five-and-a-half-point favorites. I think that's a low number. i got to tell you the truth. Uh, Brandon Moore says if the Colts lose this game Sunday, a few coaches' jobs might be on the hot seat. I don't know who. This is not the situation where Pep Hamilton got fired. 
Pep Hamilton really kind of fired himself as the offensive coordinator because, and I was there in the media room every week, you know, he, he would come in and he'd say, Pep would say, it's on me. I screwed this up. I should have called a better game. I should have been better prepared. If you say that enough times, somebody in the building is going to start to believe it. And pop goes the weasel. Pep goes the weasel in this case, right? That's what happens. You don't have to be arrogant, but you have to manage your own brand. And if you don't, you're going to get fired. Um, is Wentz playing? Uh, Wentz, I can't believe he's going to play with both those ankles being hurt in the way they are. I, I just can't believe it. So I know from watching my son play basketball and having him go through sprains, like second-degree sprains, and that's what this looked like. It was nine days to be functional, and that was with some of the best training available. Same training that goes on at the Colts Complex by the same guy. Nine days was when Ryan could really get on his feet and start to do things at an athletic level. And you better be athletic if you're a starting quarterback in the NFL. You've got to have your athleticism underneath you. What I hope happens from this is that Carson Wentz finally, boop, 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 hey, the switch goes on, and all of a sudden he's getting rid of the ball instead of extending plays to the point where he is undoubtedly going to get hit and hit hard. And eventually, if you got guys like Aaron Donald, big, giant, fast, athletic men chasing you down and falling on you, something in your body eventually is going to break or stretch in a way it was not designed to stretch. That's what happens in the NFL, and that's what continues to happen to Carson Wentz. You can't play with that stubbornness, that arrogance, and that competitiveness, that toughness, Again and again and again and again. You just can't do it. He's got to learn that the human body is frail. It was not built to play in the NFL. Well, thank you very much, Papa Smurf, the 06. I think so, too. Let's talk about Reggie Wayne. Reggie Wayne was on with Dan Dockage today. And it was a fantastic interview. It was right when I was eating lunch. So it was perfect. I'm in the car. I'm eating my Jimmy John sandwich. Uh, I got my cookie. And there's Reggie Wayne talking about whether he is a Hall of Famer or not. He shouldn't have to carry his own water in that conversation. He really didn't. Dan took care of a lot of that for him. But here are some facts about Reggie Wayne and his Hall of Fame candidacy. And yes, he is a Hall of Famer. Through 2006, that's six seasons, his first six seasons in the NFL, he was the number two option behind Marvin Harrison. All right, Marvin Harrison, a Hall of Famer, kept Reggie Wayne from having the seasons that he could have had in those first six years. However, he still went to six Pro Bowls. He still caught passes totaling yardage of 14,345, which is 10th all-time, 235 behind Marvin Harrison. His most similar players at ProFootballReference.com, Randy Moss, Terrell Owens, Marvin Harrison, Paul Warfield, all Hall of Famers. This is a Hall of Famer, and I'll tell you why Reggie Wayne became a Hall of Famer. In 2013, this, this was good for 2013 and 2014, when they went through training camp up at Anderson University. I went every day. And because media, it's nice, you get, you get to kind of hang out after the workout, right? And every day, I would go to the jugs machine. And who is there at the jugs machine every single day going through the same deal? Thank you, Larry. 
Reggie Wayne. And here's what he would do. I think you can, let's see. I'll uh, recalibrate this so you can see everything there. That's pretty good. What Reggie Wayne would do, he'd catch 20 balls one-handed here with his right hand. 20 balls left-handed here, aimed here. Then, I'll move this down. He would take 20 balls here with his right hand thrown at his hip. And he'd grab it. And these things are coming at about 45, 50 miles an hour, all right? These weren't like lobbed soft tosses. No, these were hammered. Boom, catch, boom, 20, then 20 here. And do you know, he did that every day. And I, I stood one day, I stood with Bob Laney. I said, this is like watching Ted Williams take batting practice, for God's sake. This is fantastic. We were 10 feet away from him. And who's walking by? Who are these guys kind of looking at the old man like, what the hell is he doing? You know who they were? They were the rookies. And you know how long they lasted with the Indianapolis Colts? Most of them got cut before the end of camp. That's why Reggie Wayne became what Reggie Wayne did. Because Reggie, Reggie Wayne was willing to do the stuff that others were not willing to do. And that means the drudgery over and over and over and over. 13 years into his career, into his 14th year, he's still taking balls off the jugs machine while rookies walk past and say, that old man's crazy. I heard a guy say it. That old man's crazy as he's walking toward the locker room. You know what? That old man wasn't crazy. That old man is going to be a Hall of Famer. The guys walking past soon became unemployed. If you want to be great, you need to do stuff that the ordinary are unwilling to do. You want to be a great free throw shooter? You got to shoot lots of free throws. You want to be a, uh, a great golfer? You want to have a great short game? You got to get out and hit wedges at the range, baby. You got to go to the short game area and chip and chip and chip and chip. And you know how long you got chip? Till everybody else is gone. That's how long you got to chip. You want to hit a baseball? You want to make contact every time you're... Look, you get in a cage and you take cuts and you take cuts and you take cuts and you take cuts and you got to tape your fingers because you got calluses that are splitting open and they're bleeding. This is what you've got to do and that's what Reggie Wayne did. And that is how Reggie Wayne became a Hall of Famer. It's fantastic to watch every single day. The work ethic is the greatest point of differentiation in sports, in business, in school, in everything. You want to know the secret? The secret is hard work. There was a commercial back in the day, and I think it was a Smith Barney commercial, right, which is an investment thing. John Houseman did these commercials, and he said something like, um, the reward for hard work is more hard work. And I thought, what a crock of crap that is. I want to work hard so I don't have to work. No. When you find what it is that you love, you work at it and work at it and work at it, and the reward for working at it is to work more at it. Who do I think wins tonight, the Panthers and the Texans? I could care less. Here is the only thing that I care about in that game is Sam Darnold because I want to look at Sam Darnold play quarterback and then kind of juxtapose Sam Darnold with Carson Wentz because uh, what did the Jets get for Sam Darnold from the Panthers? They got a six-rounder this past year, and I think they gave up a second and or the Jets are getting a second and a fourth next year. So I want to see what Darnold looks like and see if the Colts screwed the pooch.
by not making a deal for Darnold instead of Wentz. That's what I want to see. A Lego Hunter says, good news for us. Miami and LAC are playing awful, maybe, just maybe. The Colts can secure a wild card spot. You got two against the Texans, two against the Jags. You got the Dolphins. You got the Jets. There's six. Tell me where you're going to find the next four or five. I'll wait for your answer. Breakfast with Kent tomorrow morning. Cannot wait to talk to you then. Friday. Oh, oh. It's a Friday. It's a Friday. It's your birthday.